Hey, Zach. Hey, Steven. So we have a bit of a weird episode this time, Zach. One of those out-of-time ones where time isn't real. And Steven and Zach are either too busy or not just sick or something. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. Basically, maybe a... we both got captured by uh, space robots again. Uh, yes, space space lawyers. Space lawyers. Oh right, we didn't actually put that in the no we didn't. other other time. No. Anyway, there was a plan to. <laughs> um so maybe the space lawyers got us or maybe we're just sick you won't know until next week when or next next fortnight you know what we should do we, is oh? set up a dead man switch for the worrying bugs uh out of time episodes so we just queue it up and if we don't delay it it just goes okay i think that could go terribly wrong but if we yeah. actually both die no one will know for a couple of fortnights <laughs> I feel like someone would know. None of the listeners would. None of the listeners that don't know us personally. There's like two, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Anyway, this is not a normally scheduled episode. We're recording this way ahead of time. Okay, wait. I I have a good idea for that. But if you subscribe to us on Patreon, then there's also a dead man switch. The same dead man switch thing goes out that says... We're dead. This is the dead man switch signal, but you only get that if you're a patron. Okay, yeah. So if you want uh, bi-weekly updates on our current state of being alive, <laughs> just $1 a month can give you such invaluable content. And, like, not abducted by space lawyers. For all we know, we could still be alive just abducted by space lawyers for two weeks. It's the same, Zach, being dead <laughs> and being abducted by space lawyers. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so for this out of time, we decided to locate a couple memes that we didn't think the other would understand, and uh, and we're gonna try and explain them. Before we launch into that, Stephen, what do you think about uh, like defining memes for the listeners at home? Uh, I think that everyone has a different definition of meme, and I cannot do a very good job of defining it for even myself. It's a thing on the internet that is culturally relevant, which is kind of ironic that we're doing this out of time. Yeah. Um, no, I that that internet thing that's culturally culturally relevant is pretty pretty spot on as far as I'm aware. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's it's evolving to some degree. The what a meme is. It used to be like just a picture with some white text on it, mm-hmm. but. Now it is more a uh, concept is a meme. So, like, bottle flipping. I wonder if that's going to be relevant when we... Just kidding, it's not even relevant now. Um, (laughs) Bottle flipping isn't, like... It was probably started by a video of someone doing it. Mm -hmm. But the meme itself was the idea, the the concept of bottle flipping. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's headed, where it's getting more and more abstract... And not just one viral image or video. Okay, so Zach, what? Uh, I think you were going to go first. Yeah, so I'm going to start with a meme, uh, sort of time relevant. It's uh, uh, relevant to the fact that I'm currently in Sweden and the time of year, but really it's just a on the whole Swedish thing. Um, so I'm going to send you the image now. 
Okay, so what I am seeing is the the uh, template, I guess, which and it's a uh, two parents with a newborn and the father of the newborn. I assume that's what he is. There's no the context suggests that he is the father, mm-hmm. and it's and he he's saying to the infant, "I've never loved anything as much as I love you, son." And then the the infant says something in Swedish that I can't even pronounce. <laughs> And then the infant is in a box in an alleyway next to trash cans, as if it was abandoned. So, okay. Zach, can we start with just a translation, please? Uh, yeah, so the uh, infant, who, like, they're in a hospital. This is a very, very, very new newborn uh, with powers of speech. So I don't know why you would uh, ditch that in an alleyway. <laughs> Regardless of what it's saying, it should be hailed as a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's saying, Semlor are godare utan mandomasa, which uh, in English translates to Semlor, Semts. Okay, well, quick question about translations. If a word is inherently another language, languages, like Semlor, there's not a direct translation in English. Oh, well, what concept does it represent? It's a dessert. Okay. But um, the word they have here, semlor, is the plural of semla. Okay. Would you translate that just keeping the semlor, or would you say semlas? Uh, I guess I would just keep semlor if it doesn't translate semlor. into English. Okay. So it's uh, semlor are good without mandelmasa. <laughs> so that should clear it all up, and I guess we can just move on to the next meme. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... So Semlor, like I said, they are a dessert. Uh, traditionally, they are shared in... Initially, it was just on uh, Fat Tease Dog or Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras. Okay. Um, but now it basically encompasses the whole time between Christmas and Easter. That's <laughs> That's a Semla big span of time. Correct. All right. It's weird Swedes. Well, so it's actually... Um, it it happened because it's rooted in Christianity. Fat Tuesday is a Christian holiday. Okay. Um, uh, do you know much about that? Do you have no. a point of reference for that? Not at all. Okay. My my biblical history is a bit shoddy. It's been a while. But basically, this dude called Jesus. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, this dude called Jesus was going to die... And he knew it or something, and he had to go to Rome. Anyway, now Christians fast for the time from when he knew he had to go to Rome, and then there's 40 days of Lent, and then there's Easter, when he rose from the grave. But um, the Fat Tuesday part of it is the last day before Lent starts. During Lent, you fast, so you don't eat anything besides... Oh, I don't remember, but mostly you just don't eat and uh, do more religious things quite a lot. Okay. Like a lot of churches have more services during Lent. Okay. And so that means that this day is the day right before the fast. So you chow down on everything you can. Okay. I actually did know that much, but thank you for explaining it anyway. You did know that. Okay. I thought there was going to be more to this that that I wouldn't know just being no. around people. Just an explanation what? of yeah, okay. Fat Tuesday. That's all. Okay, cool. Um, so initially, you just ate this on Fat Tuesday before you started Lent, 
And then uh, at some point, Sweden became a heathenous secular country with no ties to the religion. And people started eating semla on every Friday of Lent or just kind of throughout Lent without any rigor to it. Okay. Um, and then they started pushing back further and further before Fat Tuesday. So uh, for most of the time that I'm here in Sweden, they will have semla available in the stores some some lore because it's plural i'm still learning my swedish i'm still trying to get that down but they will have some lore in the stores because it is that time between like mid-january which is officially the end of christmas and <laughs> i don't know okay so what's the second part of that okay so mandelmasa is an almond paste it's just a paste made of almond and sugar okay it sounds and decent. It's, yeah, it's good. So when you make a semla, it's uh, like a sweet bun, and then you chop it in half. You put some almond paste, traditionally, and then some whipped cream, and then put the top on top. Okay. And that's a semla. Uh, other cultures might have it with milk or, I don't, yeah, in, in milk with more sugar on it or, or whatever. Uh, Finnish cultures, they don't use almond paste all the time. Sometimes they use uh jams i believe okay and apparently according to this meme there is a a culture of swedes somewhere who just have it without the almond paste it's just a bun and cream doesn't sound that bad but it sounds so much worse than it with mandelmasa okay yeah yeah so the, okay i think i understand now so let me see if i get if i'm getting this right okay so the basic the base of the meme i understand the template the mm-hmm. the dad is like yay i have a child and then the child says something and then the dad's like don't need this anymore so that part mm-hmm. i understand uh now the now the child is saying that semlor semlas semlor are semlor. are good without mandelmasa which mm-hmm. is just entirely incorrect and then the dad is like this is this baby's just silly this mm-hmm. not good baby no son of mine yeah but it it speaks to a the baby is representing a certain subset of the swedish population that actually believes that semlor doesn't need mandelmasa yeah okay yeah okay i think i think you fully comprehended that awesome the translation was helpful i think that if i just had the translation i could have gotten it on my own but mm-hmm. i'm glad we could kill 15 minutes all right so now we're gonna go on to one of steven's memes yes that he he presented for the class um now i'm not i'm very much not as uh culturally in the know i guess as zach is Mm -hmm. i just don't watch news or know anything about current events because i choose not to yeah but i do follow the uw madison memes page mm-hmm. it's a good one it is exclusive though it's a private group uh uw madison memes for milk chugging teens the, be- <laughs> the best meme page in uw madison all right so uh this a lot of times these internal meme pages and meme cultures will develop their own memes that no one outside would even begin to comprehend yes and that is why i chose this because i didn't know of any other groups i'm a part of that would have memes that zach wouldn't understand 
We have very similar interests, and that's why we're friends. But he does not live in UW-Madison and does not follow this meme page, so there's an abundance in just this one meme. There's just... It's just mm-hmm. a conglomeration of a, bun- of a bunch of them. So, Zach, okay. would you like to describe it for us? Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a screenshot from this UW Madison memes for memes for what memes for milky teens. <laughs> UW Madison <laughs> memes for milk chugging teens. It's not that okay. hard. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, someone called Trevor who. Who posted new sweethearts candy and expansion pack? And then there's an image of a whole bunch of um, those like sweethearts candies that you'd usually see around Valentine's, and uh, on many of them are like kind of kind of poorly edited. It's a lot better than most. And then over where they have like covered up the current colors are a bunch of new phrases. So I'm gonna go. Top to bottom, left to right. Sounds good. Or right, left to right, top to bottom first. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the first phrase is, If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to financial compensation. And I think that this one is not... Yeah, that's not a UW meme. I think they just needed some filler. Okay. But it is a good... Like, it's a... I think it's a generational meme. Because it's, yeah. um, it's from a television advertisement of some sort that just everyone saw at some point and subsumed into their being. Uh, so now everyone knows that as a phrase. Yep. That one you got. Uh, the rest of them I don't think will be as easy. The rest of them are pretty UW-Madison specific. Okay. Except There's a for couple like maybe more, one. A couple more that I can anticipate just from having talked with you before. Okay. Um. This is not one of them. This says, hold my hand while we cross park. Okay. I thought it said cross the park. Uh, this nope. might be. It is not. It is not the park. Uh, so I'm assuming that, ooh, I don't know. My guess is going to be park is a dangerous street to cross. No, it is a street. You got that part okay. right. Okay. So there is one intersection in on campus there's more of them, but this is the main one that people use, where mm-hmm. the stop and go lights, it's a university and park. That's the intersection. And on all okay. four corners of the intersection, the walk, don't walk signs have this voice. And it says, wait, 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 until it says, walk sign is on to cross park. <laughs> walk sign is on to cross park. Oh, and... I'm not doing it nearly robotic enough. I'm going to see if I can find a actual recording of it. Mm-hmm. I have a recording of the Milwaukee one on my computer. And, and ours just clicks when it's time to go. Yeah. Anyway, it's become a meme because it's so, like, jarring. It's just... Yeah. Ah! Right in your face. Um, so, hold my hand while we cross park. It's a Valentine's Day meme, so holding hold my hand while we okay. cross park. Cross yeah. park. I see. Okay. Um, let's get lost in humanities together. My shot at this one is that it's a large and complex building that houses the humanities department. Very close. It is the humanities building. That's what it's called. And it is, it was built in the 1970s. And if you know something about the 1970s, one of those things might be that the Vietnam War was going on. Okay. And... You might also know that UW-Madison was one of the first, if not the first, protest of 
the Vietnam War. How's the... I did not know that, but now I do. And yeah, it was like riot-style protesting. Mm-hmm. So this building was constructed to defend against riots. Okay. So Zach, I'm going to send you a picture of this building because it's ugly. Okay, yeah, because another, I was going to say the other thing about the 70s is I think that's when brutalism really took hold. It's probably part of it, yeah. So this is a... Oh, no, that was the tail end of brutalism. Brutalism was 50s to 70s. Let me just put this in the Slack. Oh, but then I've got to exit the meme. Okay. Okay, yeah, so brutalism for sure i i i do recognize the building yeah it's a it's a pretty well-known building has a bridge and stuff and anyway it's it's really ugly and more than just being ugly it's impossible to navigate because was it like built to be a stockade or it was built to be i I think i think it was built to be really complicated and annoying to get through and there are big sections that they could just close off if they wanted to if there was a riot in that section Mm -hmm. so Basically, there are three parts to humanities, and you can't get to the other two without going outside. Oh. And there's a courtyard that is, like, inset into the into the larger courtyard, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the larger courtyard is on street level, but the inner courtyard is on the basement level, which is on the street level of a different... <laughs> Uh, part of the road where there's a hill and yeah. all the windows have bars on them and but they're not bars they're like yeah they're like aesthetic bars they're trying to be aesthetic at least they're all rusty mm. now mm-hmm. and if you zoom in on this image zach you can see I the cannot oh yeah it's I too grainy not. anyway do you see the slanted bit on the bottom yeah those in it, the... yeah it's like you took a pyramid and just chopped off most of the top yeah, so... And then put a normal rectangular building the size of the base above that. Yeah, it, and then... So there are classrooms in there. In the pyramid in, base. In the pyramid base, and you can... And they're not, like, false ceilinged so that you don't see the pyramid, the slanted bit. <laughs> they're just slanted. And there's wi- those windows, and the windows are, like, two feet thick, and there's no light that comes through them. And there's, um... Anyway, there's a lot of history in this campus. Like just outside my door, there's uh, a uh, paint. A I don't know exactly how you do it, but they, someone basically burned Napalm Nixon into the side of the building. It was tried to be huh. painted over, but it didn't really work. So you can still kind of see the outline, and the result of that history is very, very ugly buildings. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so humanities is very complicated to navigate. Um, all the floors are different as far as layout and. Um, It's also dark, because who needs lights when you're trying to navigate a complicated building or maps or anything? There's no (laughs) maps anywhere. But once you figure out where you're going, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to know more about, like, did they just think that they would house all of the important people in Madison in that building if something... Oh, no. All the buildings are like that now, because they were all built in that time period. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture of Van Vleck and uh, the social sciences building. Because, like, the old Union and stuff, that's just a nice big yep. uh, castle-looking thing. The Memorial Union, and the, the Memorial Union is very nice. It does have some uh, racist insignia on it, which is not the best, but... Seriously? Yeah, uh, It basically they're just a bunch of um, stereotypical headdress Native American stuff everywhere. 
Mm, okay, yeah. And it's not good, but they're slowly removing it all, which is also not the best because, like, you're trying to, like, erase your history, I guess. I don't know what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make it look really, really bad, but it is not a nice building, and you can see the same style where it's the windows are super tiny so that, yeah. you know, you can't... Rioters can't break in. Yeah, you can't throw Molotov cocktails through them, I guess. Yep. And that's just the top half. There's a bottom and, oh boy, the basement is I, on the I know this architecture floor. style well. <laughs> I actually don't mind Van Vleck because it has that, uh, that's the one with kind of the deck. Yeah, Van Vleck's the not way the up worst. It, right? it, it was named the ugliest building on campus, though, although I, I really disagree. I think... Where? Come on, show me the outside. No, I don't care about the tower. Why is this tiny? Why do you gotta be a tiny picture? Right-click, search Google for image. Okay, this you can kind of see it here. This isn't the best picture, but it's trying to be arty and look good. Lame. Okay, so it has this big tower in the front, in mm-hmm. which is not bad, but if you look behind it, the windows are all barbed. Or not barbed. Uh, they have... Yeah, there's like a mesh in front of them. Yeah, basically just... Uh, a, it's not chain link, but like... It just has crossing metal wire in front of all the windows. Mm-hmm. And it's just a big wall of mesh. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so come on now. But I think, I'm guessing that people feel like it's redeemed because of that nice cream brick tower in the front. Yeah, I assume that's what happened. I disagree. I don't like the look of it. All right. Okay. So I back to the meme. I yep. feel like I I understand the third of the sweethearts. Uh, then there's steam tunnels and chill, uh, which I'm guessing based on my rural Wisconsin knowledge. At some point, they dug tunnels between all the buildings to uh, facilitate. I mean, for us, it was like in in Brandon, it was in case of a nuclear attack, but I'm guessing here it was for the purpose of uh, conveying (laughs) steam. Yes. And then based on the the rest of it, it's a popular hookup spot. Okay, not quite. Uh, There are steam tunnels, and they were at some point used to get heat to all the buildings. Okay. However, uh, they've been... Did they not use steam for heating anymore? No, they got their own uh, central heating. All the buildings have their own system now. Mm-hmm. They don't rely on the municipal structures. Um, so this is in reference to a much larger meme, actually. Because no one actually goes in the steam tunnels anymore, because they're mostly sealed up. Okay. However, there's one man, Tunnel Bob. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm going to send you another meme. <laughs> To explain this meme. Oh, this is great. This is probably going to be the longest of these memes. This is the most in-depth of the memes. Who is Tunnel Bob? That's such a good name. Well, you see. Here, let me get that. What'll happen if I just Google Tunnel Bob? I'm not sure, actually. So, there's this man on campus. Tunnel Bob Madison, Wisconsin. Oh my god. (laughs) Legend says he lurks beneath our feet. So the meme is Tunnel Bob, and it's just a dude who at some point lived in the steam tunnels, and he has been removed from the steam tunnels by the University of Wisconsin Police Department many times. Okay. And 
he's become a urban legend, even though we see him at least once a week on campus. You just pass him on the and street. And everyone just acknowledges that he is Tunnel Bob and he's going to be in the tunnels and there's nothing you can do to stop him. Uh, I don't think the U- UW police have taken that stance exactly. but Correct. But nobody's like, oh man, it's Tunnel Bob. He's using up our important tunnel resources. Yep. Nope. No one's doing that. They just see him. They take a picture and put on their Snapchat like the man, the myth, the legend. And it's Tunnel Bob. <laughs> and he's been there for like something ridiculous, like 30 years. He's just been living in the steam tunnels. He says he's been exploring the tunnels since the 1970s. Oh, 40 years. Almost 50. That's almost 50. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so the the steam tunnels and chill is in reference to Tunnel Bob. Not necessarily his uh, prowess, mm-hmm. but this was a large meme for a while, and it still kind of is. So steam tunnels and chill is just another Valentine's Day thing. That which is not super relevant to the meme itself. Really quick diversion. I'm a big fan of the not you format that this Tunnel Bob meme takes. <laughs> it's it's just very clear, very concise, but it conveys a lot of information in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, someone did like a documentary at some point, uh, like a student-led mm-hmm. kind of film project. Yeah. So there's some images of Tunnel Bob in the tunnels. Um. The other thing I want to say about Tunnel Bob uh, was something I had in my head before I started looking at the meme. This is what memes do to you, kids. <laughs> oh, uh, it was that I'm not exactly sure if he knows that he's famous. <laughs> it, it like feels like he does because we see him so often and he's always mm-hmm. just not doing anything. He's just kind of there. Yeah. So it feels like he's just kind of basking in the glory of being Tunnel Bob. But it's also possible that Tunnel Bob doesn't have a internet connection. Yeah, exactly. Like, he could be completely cut off from this... He's in the steam tunnels, not the internet tubes. Exactly. I, so I don't know if he knows he's as famous as he is. You should, You should find Tunnel Bob and, like print out a collection of tunnel bob memes and just hand them to him in a manila folder <laughs> just and uh, obviously like record his reaction for snapchat but oh my gosh i i've never even heard him talk i see him once weekly i've never even heard him talk I, right should we move on do you feel like you understand yeah uh, so the the and chill part that's tacked onto that is just to make it feel more like a sweetheart yeah it's valentine's day stuff okay um then we've got if i drove the 80 i'd let you stand behind the line so hmm, okay stand behind the line so i i know that the 80 is the bus that uh services most of campus okay i'm trying to figure out what the line would be i can understand if it was stand in front of the line there might be like you'd want to be the first one out and there's some line that you need to but if you need to stand behind the line... No. Well, say that sentence again. No, you need to stand in front of the line. Yeah. Oh, I'm stumped. I don't know I don't know what line. Okay. Um, it's just... I'm sorry to say this, but it's just weird terminology on the UW-Madison transportation system. They call it behind the line if you are next to the driver. Why? It's nothing interesting. It's just that. 
but people do get yelled so, at a lot, so that's why it's a meme. If you're next to the driver, so if I drove the like 80, where people step on, yeah, and so they don't want you like crowding the way for other people to get on. But why is it called behind the line? I cannot answer that question. You think it was in front of the line? That would make more sense. Unless, okay, so it could, you need to stand behind the line. That would make more sense, yeah. But it's not like here. Let me draw a picture for you. It's not across the bus. It's a box for the driver. Okay. So it's just away from me on the other side of the line, I guess. All right. Then there's, you can piggyback into my dorm. And I'm thinking that one is just that people, is it that if you, is it just piggybacking like actually physically somebody jumping on your back? It is not that. Okay. Then is it that if one person opens up the door, they let other people in even if they aren't, even if they don't belong in that dorm? Yeah, that's what piggybacking means in this context. Cool. Okay. But why is it interesting? Why is it a meme? Do you have any guesses on that? Someone in the chancellor's office said it was a problem. Basically, yeah. Usually that's how memes happen in college (laughs) groups. It's like, hey, someone said to stop doing this thing, so we're going to do this thing harder. (laughs) Um, I don't think people are doing it harder, but... um, Okay, so... But anytime there's an official terminology for something as decreed by the chancellor or the chancellor's office. It was actually a police report mm. where they referred to it as piggybacking, which is not super official. And I think that's why it became a meme. But so you, uh, the dorms have um, NFC readers to unlock them. Lucky. Not for the, um, the individual rooms, but for the whole building. Yeah, I understand. But my room or... A lot of stuff at UWM, it's RFID. Yeah. Just the wrong technology. Agreed. But the... So unlike UWM, where, like, there's two entrances and they're both heavily guarded and you need to make a UW uh, Milwaukee account and you need to give them their social security number and your <laughs> something like these ridiculous amount mm-hmm. of your steps. Your firstborn so, child. And... Yeah, exactly. As security so that you don't break everything. And you need to be escorted at all times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's directly the person who brought you in. It's their fault if you do something wrong. And Yeah. So in Madison, we were looking through the... When, we, when I first got here, when I first moved into the dorms, we were reading the rule book. And they said, uh, no more than three guests. Uh, guests can't, can only stay overnight, like, two days in a row and three days a week. Yeah, that's what our rule book says, too. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember exactly. You know why I can't remember exactly? Because it's not enforced. Because it's not enforced, and they can't enforce it because of piggybacking. Mm-hmm. So the reason it's a meme right now is that someone piggybacked into the celery residence hall, the one I'm living in, mm-hmm. and stole some stuff from people's rooms who were left that were left unlocked. Okay. And the police report said someone piggybacked. And, hey, guys, lock your doors, because it doesn't take that long to steal your stuff, even if you're just going to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah. But they said said it as um, uh, holding the door open for people, even if you don't know them, also known as, quote-unquote, piggybacking. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. (laughs) Anyone official. Just call it what you want to call it, and then... But, yeah, there's no security on that. You could just prop the door open. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Which is not good when that kind of stuff happens um Mm -hmm. so you can piggyback into my dorm 
means I'll hold the door open for you while I after I scan my NFC thing. Mm-hmm. And you can sneak up into my dorm because I guess you're having your guest over for more than three nights in a row. Oh, no. <gasps> yeah. But I think those policies are just there for liability reasons. Well, you well, shouldn't for... have had them in there for that long. If some For if roommates. They... Well, yeah, that too. But if your roommate, so your roommate agrees has grounds to, it, to get annoyed. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Feeling good about that one. Okay. Then there's one that just says dead inside. I feel like that's a an overall college thing. Yep. So yeah, dead inside, that's just a college meme. It's just, well, yeah, that's uh, work. College is hard and it makes you feel uh, unfulfilled sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's my love, L-U-V. Uh, my love is more frequent than JSM emails. Any guesses? And so I'm uh, assuming that JSM, what would that stand for? Ooh, what does uh, it stand for? That's a good question. I didn't even check. Junior, no. Something Society Mo- Madison. Jam- I'm going to go with Jam Society Madison. <laughs> and it's an organization who have been emailing you and all the students at Madison because Madison does not restrict who has access to their email lists very frequently about Jam, encouraging you to get involved in local Jam organizations uh, maybe go to the store and buy some jam. Uh, and this person in this sweetheart is conveying that they love you more frequently than they get these emails. Okay, mostly correct <laughs> except for what JSM is. Um, JSM does not really stand for anything, apparently, according to their website. It's just, might just be some guy's initials, who knows. Um, it's a property firm. Okay, so it's like Claret Adobo for... Milwaukee students. It's just a it, please buy houses from us. Yes, that's rent what it houses, is. and they just keep emailing and emailing and emailing. No, and, and there's no opt out. I did not opt into it. <laughs> nope. So yeah, they're spam for me. So this meme doesn't hit quite as hard because I know how to use email, but. It, it was annoying while I was still getting them. It's just, it was like every day you get a new JSM email. Uh, to the left of that is one that just says yes, which I think is just a call out to the original, uh, original sweethearts. <laughs> <laughs> or they're just not edited. No, it's not. Some, sometimes UW Madison students say yes. <laughs> what a meme. What a meme. Now we're going to move to the uh, the sweetheart of I pick you over a spot at college during <laughs> finals. Uh, present tense. Not like future nope. tense, I would pick you, but currently I do pick you. Over a spot at college during finals. Uh, I originally assumed this was a parking spot, considering there aren't many parking areas around campus in Madison, uh, but given you're all college students, that doesn't make as much sense as perhaps a spot in the library to study. Which library? The new one. College <laughs> library. That's what okay. it's called. College, college library. library during finals, because there are no spots yep. available at college library. Why would library. you put seating in a library, Zach? That doesn't make any sense. They just need sense. to have um, 
like little Mars extra habitation <laughs> units that they fill up and fill with chairs during final season, and then they can take them down and do whatever with that space the remainder of the time. Honestly, though, uh, for all you Madison listeners, the uh, UW Madison, not UW Madison, just the Madison Historical Society has amazing seating. You know those, you know the typical like, oh, you ever watch... Uh, the most recent Indiana Jones movie, the terrible one that everyone hates, Crystal Skull. Uh, yeah, but I don't remember any aspect of it besides that there was a Crystal Skull. Okay. Well, the, we you meet uh, mm-hmm. the now very old Indiana Jones teaching anthropology or something, and there's this big hall with the fancy tables and the green lamps. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That's what huh. the historical society looks like on the inside. That part of it, at least. It's really cool. It makes you feel like I go to Harvard or something. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what the the origination of those green lamps is, because that's a no pretty idea. common element for libraries of that sort. I think the New York Library has those all over. I think didn't they use them in like a library shot in social? The the Facebook movie. Is it just called The Social Network? I didn't watch that. I'm pretty sure it's called The Social Network. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do associate those lamps in my head with high-status educational locations. All right. Uh, then we've got UR Gold Tier Dining Plan. Uh, is Gold Tier one where it's just like you pay a fixed amount at the beginning of the semester and then you go in and you can get whatever... Or is gold tier just the highest this amount is, you pay? This is pretty deep. Okay. This is pretty deep. Not really. It's it's just relevant right now, and it's on everyone's mind. There's this uh, mandatory, um, mandatory meal plan that is going to be okay. put into effect next year for all incoming freshmen, and the starting thing is $1,400, mm-hmm. I think. And as it is currently... You can just put money on your WIS card if you want to, okay. your like student ID thing, and you can get 30% off of anything in the university-sponsored restaurants, dining halls. Or you can not do that and buy, thing, and buy food from Fresh Market or whatever grocery store you want to and make your own food. Under the new plan... In celery? Yeah. I mean, Is there can, a kitchen in you can, celery? You have to... A singular shared kitchen? There's two kitchens. <laughs> one for A Tower and one for B Tower. Okay. Anyway, the you could feasibly make your own food, okay. is the point. Or buy your own food from a restaurant that is not sponsored by the university. But don't, don't Undo- uh, doesn't your WIS card, isn't that usually accepted? No. A lot of places? It has to be very strictly university sponsored. What's the card that is accepted a lot of places? Uh, red card? Yeah. Yeah, that's different. Um, okay, but basically now you have under the new plan you would have a mandatory, uh, you know, fee you pay right at the beginning of the semester, and mm-hmm. you would then be more or less forced to spend that money at the dining halls. Do you are you not able to get it back no. out once it's in it's, at the end of the semester? In. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. So it's what the heck? people are. Uh, even current students who don't who it wouldn't apply to are really mad about it uh-huh. um but they can't th- get it out what the heck 
there are three tiers, though. There's the basic one, the not-so-basic one, and the gold tier. I don't know the the first two yeah. names, because they're not... Bronze, silver. Yeah, sure. Um, but the gold dining plan is, like, this magical thing where you can just eat whatever you want, except not really. Um, and, frankly, it... The, the big Wait, okay, what do you mean it is, but it's not really? Well, that's how they're advertising it, like, you'll never run out of money because the gold tier is great, even though, like, you're probably still gonna have to put more money on your whisk card if you have the gold plan and exclusively eat in the dining halls. Okay. And the dining hall food is just okay. Mm-hmm. It's not fantastic, it's also not the worst, but it feels like the school is not making as much money as they wanted to on... The culinary services. Yeah. So they're now forcing new students to participate, which is why people don't like it. But we get some good memes out of it. So and I think I think there is some point to it, because I'm guessing what happened is a lot of parents said, oh, this is dumb. You told me it would only be ten thousand dollars. And actually, now my student is coming to me and it's uh, when does school start? August. And they're like, hey, I need more money for eating. And I figured that they would be able to eat already. They're in college. I I don't know, whatever parents say. It's just generally not a good idea. Um, It's kind of a joke of a meal plan, to be honest, and very expensive. So, All right. And so saying that you are gold-tier dining plan is... You're the best of my options, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're nearly nearly at the end. We're pushing through. Now we've got, my crippling anxiety makes it difficult for me to socialize with others. That's just another uh, college which, one. Yeah, I think that's just related to generally, I, don't, I feel like maybe that's a generational thing. I think so too. The I'm not a part of any other generation, so I can't speak <laughs> to it, but. it. I think the, it's not really a joke, but uh, our our generation is having some issues with or is, is tending people in our generation are tending to have issues with anxiety more than the previous generations even if it's just mm-hmm. being diagnosed more and it's not actually yeah. more um and it's i, I don't know it, it i'm not really sure how to explain this because it's not really a joke mm-hmm yeah, I, I think another part of it then is that when you are generally anxious and not um, socializing very often, you would, if you did find a individual you're more comfortable with, then you would want to spend more time with them because they you don't experience that same social anxiety. Ah, uh, yeah. So giving them a sweetheart that says, my crippling anxiety makes it difficult for me to socialize with others is saying, you make me comfortable. Mm-hmm. But with more context. <laughs> that's that's why they, they invented their new micro sugar printer for these very text-dense new sweethearts. Um, there's two more. Uh, one I think you can get. One I don't think you'll get. So Okay. Yeah, so the next one just says, don't go. This is much funnier Which, than you think. Like, okay, let me try and process it. I'm thinking right now that... There's just generally the, um, nope. like, if you have a person in your life, you don't want them to leave. Okay, that might be the sweetheart that. connotation, but why is it a meme? Yeah. Uh, is this, like, Tunnel Bob level? Pretty much. Intricacy? Okay. 
Not really. It's just it's it's in reference to another large set of memes. Mm-hmm. So there's this thing. I'm not sure if you might have heard about it. It's actually fairly well known, and it's called the Mifflin uh, Black Party. Never heard of it. Okay. Well, it's this massive black party, and everything on Mifflin gets destroyed essentially. Okay. Is this like a block of student housing? Yes. Uh, and what happens? Uh, so without naming any names or any specific housing providers, uh, in some leases, Is it JS- in some leases, JSM. No, I don't think so. <laughs> at least maybe I don't. I actually, I'm not saying it because I don't know it, not because I don't want to say. Okay. Um, they in the leases now they say um, during the Mifflin block party you're not allowed to have any guests. If you're on Mifflin, just, it's an interesting thing. Like if you have, if you have a party, you will be evicted kind of stuff or like Mm -hmm. $200 fine per guest during this time period. Uh, Anyway, it's coming up. So this meme is rolling around again because a while back, the Dean of Students made a video and talking about the Mifflin block party to, you know, people who watch videos made by the Dean of Students. (laughs) who are not the kind of people who attend the mifflin block party yes saying you know do you know ah, i forget the exact wording to be honest but something along the lines of you want to know what i think about the mifflin block party don't go so someone took that video it's not all that interesting by itself but they remixed Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and it's fantastic it's actually she says it kind of to a beat already so it was really easy to remix and, and you're gonna link to that in the show notes i'll try i'm not really sure where the video is but i'll i will definitely it won't be that hard to find find um so now just the phrase don't go is in reference to that massive set mm-hmm. of memes that was created from that video okay so now see and and now i'm glad that i went to milwaukee because our chancellor and dean of students videos are much more wholesome we've got like one of them was our chancellor and our school mascot, uh, Pounce the Panther, baking cookies <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, during graduation, he did a dance one year. They did a carpool karaoke thing one year. Uh, I, I, I feel much better about the, the quality of s- student-oriented videos coming out of my school. Maybe, but... Bucky is a superior mascot. Bucky Badger. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to find some evidence. Hold on. I, I was about to jump into a, a very small meme, like a, a super sub-level meme, uh, with basically its own entire fiction, but uh, my floor created a meme involving Pounce and the Chancellor. Uh, it does not involve Bucky. He's not involved in that meme, so clearly Pounce is the superior mascot. How many push-ups can Pounce the Panther do while being supported by students? I don't know. That's not the sort of thing that I I measure. (laughs) Well, Bucky Badger can do 83, a mascot world record. All right. 83 consecutive push-ups while being held up by cheerleaders. How many cookies has Bucky the Badger baked? Actually, quite a few. He's done many advertisements for the dining halls where he uh, makes cookies and other such dishes. Okay. All right. Let's call it even then. Okay. <laughs> uh, then there's one that's Saumat. That. Saumat. Uh, okay. So. Zach. Mot. 
Zach's looking at another one of the non-edited sweethearts. <laughs> Mott is food in Spanish, I think. I don't know what the... Sal is like a pig. Pig food. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, the last one. The last one. I'd climb Bascom for yo, which I'm assuming is supposed to say you, and then it got cut off because the image got cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from what I know about UW-Madison... There's a big hill, and it's not easy to climb up, and it's called Bascom Hill. Correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bascom Hill. It's really big and really steep, and all the classes, all the buildings are on top of it, of course, and the mm-hmm. residence halls are not. So you can either go all the way around to the not-so-steep side with stairs... Or you can try to climb up the super steep steep side in winter and you'll fall on your face. <laughs> so I'd climb Bascom for you is quite endearing because no one wants to climb Bascom. Mm. Going down's not that bad. You're still going to fall, though. Because they don't have heated sidewalks or anything, so it's just snow and ice. Okay. So, to recap, <laughs> this is a mega meme by Trevor. Uh, it got 1.1 thousand reactions. Uh, either likes, hearts, or laughing emotions. Um, and he says that there's a new Sweethearts candy expansion pack. Uh, and then he goes through, it's a it's a mega list of all the different, uh, especially Madison memes from this memes for milk chugging teens Yay. page. Uh, some of the highlights include Steam Tunnels and Chill, a reference to uh, going to hang out with Tunnel Bob and also maybe get up to some indecent activities. Uh, Piggybacking into my dorm, which is a uh, making fun of a police report where they tried to use the lingo without really knowing <laughs> what the lingo was. Um, Dead Inside, which is just generally speaking to most college students. Uh, and Don't Go which is a reference to the Dean of Students video, which was remixed, uh, but also a play on the concept of not wanting your significant other to leave you. Fantastic. I think you got it, Zach. You are officially a UW-Madison student in the eyes of the UW Memes for Milk Chucking Teens Facebook page. (laughs) Do you think I can, if I send the page admin an explanation of this whole thing... (laughs) I can just invite you. I, I, there's no restrictions. Oh, okay. But okay. I also don't think I would appreciate. No, probably not any of it. So the next meme we're gonna explore. I'm gonna try to describe. Submitted by me. Zach submitted it into the Slack, and mm. it is not a Sweden nor uh, I don't think it's a Sweden meme. Am I wrong about that? No, you're correct. Okay. It's not not Sweden based. Okay, so. I'm going to try to describe it. It is Yoda, a puppet Yoda, sitting at a desk with the president's presidential seal on it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's surrounded by politician-looking people. Mm-hmm. They're clapping. The puppet is dabbing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And on the desk is what might be... Sp- paper is that supposed to be paper or just i think so a text box of some sort it's it's a it's a white uh rectangle no it's not even a parallelogram (laughs) it's a trapezoid a white trapezoid with the words p is stored in the balls lit written on it 
facing out away from Yoda. Yes. Like Yoda wrote it and then turned it around to show everyone and then dabbed while they clapped on yeah. that statement. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it, Zach. Please explain this to me. Okay. So the thing with this meme is uh, I, I first encountered it in a kind of in an Instagram meme page, which is just a whole collection of different memes. Um, and they made the point that memes have changed quite a lot in the last 10 years. Uh, the first that they demonstrated from 2008 was a rage comic uh-huh. where like uh, there are some traditional styles, some traditional looks of these rage characters who um, get their own personality. They just based on the face that they're making, you can assume some things about their character. Um, and I don't know, something was happening. Somebody cut someone off while they were driving and somebody got angry. And that was their 2008 meme. And this was their 2018 meme. Uh, this is what humor has become. When you saw this image, did you laugh? No, I did no. not. I looked at it, okay. got confused, and felt like I shouldn't be looking at it. It <laughs> felt explicit. I don't know why. It just yeah. There's nothing like explicitly explicit. It's just I I feel like I should not be looking at that. So I have another image to send you. Actually, okay. Let me, uh, I gotta look it up. So this is another image of the same sort uh, where someone is commenting on new humor. You can hear Stephen laughing. Uh, do you want to explain this? I'm not laughing at the actual joke. I'm laughing at the absurdity. I would like to make that Correct. very clear. Yes. Okay, so... But you're still laughing, the, which is the point they're making, is that it's humorous. Washington Post, the headline is, Why is millennial humor so weird? The subheader is, Comedy that appeals to young people can be surreal and dark and completely meaningless. By Elizabeth Br- uh, why do you have to have a name, Elizabeth? Brunig? Br- 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 Brunig. Brunig? I think that's an I. Oh, maybe. I think it's just a really JPEGged I. Maybe, yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, and the meme is, my meatballs are too spice, I need to sip some cold syrup. And there's a picture of spaghetti and meatballs crudely pasted on. Um, there's a shaking, angry face that's also red. The spice is all wavy and has fire behind it. And cold syrup seems to be re- uh, referencing water because there's a glass of water mm-hmm. in there as well. Also crudely pasted. Okay. I think there are some important aspects to this that you skipped over, uh, which is that the background is a pastel pink. Um, the My Meatballs Are Two is all caps Comic Sans. Um, the word spicy is S-P-I-C-E-E. And then it's I need to sip with three Ps some cold syrup. Cold, the only lowercase letter in this is the D in cold. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in a weird way, all of this is intentional. All of the different aspects of this convey a particular... I know, and it's so strange. And the the second E on the spice E is, like, farther away than the rest of the Mm -hmm. letters. It's weirdly kerned. So that, that spelling of spicy conveys a different pronunciation than just s-p-i-c-y spicy yes um so this this is this here is an example of um an adaptation of a culture to 
the the technologies they have to communicate with. That saying spicy or all caps comic sans means different things than it would mean in Times New Roman or than it would mean as S-P-I-C-Y. Oh my god. God, okay. I... <laughs> so how does this relate to our Yoda meme? Okay, so it relates to the Yoda meme in that it's a commentary on... It it came to me in the context of a commentary on modern humor. Okay. Um. So so that was mostly just to prove that you are a millennial who will laugh at some spicy meatballs. Um. I would not call that laughing at that meme. I'm laughing purely at the strange, not the strangeness though, because I know that's what it's supposed to be. But I'm laughing at the um. I want to not understand this, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, I don't. I If there's some references here, I have no idea what they are. But I'm fairly certain there are zero references. Okay. Um, besides, like, that face is a commonly used image. To represent but what? It, uh, anger. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, I don't know, it's from some CGI animation about ang- being angry at vegetals. Do I need to show this to you, no, too? I don't, no, no, you don't. I, I understand what's happening. Okay, well, it, now I already typed it in, so you're going to see that I taste a vegetal. Please, Google, just show me the images I want to see. Okay, this guy is called Meme Man. So here is uh, at least where I know Meme man, man from. I don't know the exact origin of Meme Man. Yeah, okay, fine. That's not funny either, though. Correct. Okay, well, I I guess I'm looking at this, and I'm just thinking... At the Meme Man image, or at the Yoda image? Actually, at the Washington Post image. Okay. I'm looking at that, and I am thinking, it feels like I'm missing something. And Mm -hmm. I'm laughing at the fact that it could... I, I think I'm laughing at the fact that the humor has progressed to a point where it feels like it means something, even though I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it feels like I'm missing something, and that's why it's funny. This is so absurd and couldn't possibly mean anything besides yeah. my meatballs are too spicy. I need to sip some cold syrup. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything more than that, but it feels like it does, and that's what I'm laughing at. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back so, to Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yoda... I think is very much the same. From what I can find, it's a lot of disparate parts. Um, if you actually look closely at this and at some of the original images, this is a work of Photoshop art. Uh, Yoda comes from a different place. That's a, uh, an entirely different thing. All of the people behind him who are clapping are looking in different directions, um, have different levels of JPEG yeah. that the, around them. This guy doesn't have a, like a torso. Or the bottom half of his torso, or a body. The right, guy between yeah. the the guy to the left of the guy with the red tie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, th- no, this is some pretty good Photoshop for like what it is. So there's a lot of time and effort that went into this. This Yoda dabbing, I could not find the origin of. It's nearly impossible. Um, dabbing for those who are not in the know is. Uh, I don't know, Stephen. Do you feel like you can explain dabbing? It's so, okay, so you know, like when you're sneezing and your doctor tells you to sneeze into your elbow because it's more sanitary than into your hand or whatever, mm-hmm. or out in the open? 
Mm-hmm. So imagine that, and now take your other arm and stick it in the other direction that your hand is pointing. Yeah. Now that, and then... So both of your hands are pointing the same direction now. Yep. And then put your forehead into your elbow pit. Okay. And then quickly pull it back up, as if you just need to dab some sweat off of your hand, off of your head. Now, this originated, I believe, uh, from an athlete named Cam Newton. He played f- he uh, he plays football for the Carolina Panthers. I believe he's the quarterback. Who he's an important player, um, a famous dude, and he did that as a celebration. He like as if, oh, that was hard. I better dab some sweat off of my um, helmet. And then so so then some people picked it up. Mm-hmm. And then some more people picked it up and started doing it as, like, a dance kind of thing. Okay. Like, something to throw in. Not really, like... It's not like a dance, like a... So, Steven, like a cha-cha future slide reference. Kind of da- okay. When you're just driving down some tracks that you got on by making the wrong assumption... Oh, no. At what point should I notify you? When I'm finished. <laughs> okay. Carry on. <laughs> okay. So, apparently, I'm entirely incorrect, but... It's and then it, so it's like a celebratory thing is what I'm getting at. So dabbing mm-hmm. is like, oof, that was hard. Better dab the sweat off my forehead, except make it look really cool. And then too okay. many people started doing it, and then it wasn't cool. Because nothing's cool when your grandma does it. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so just to start off with, Cam Newton was not the first one to dab. Oh no. Uh, that's definite because Jason Derulo taught James Corden how to dab uh, November. 4th 2015 in carpool karaoke okay um and james Cam's really yeah wow and cam newton did not dab on live television until november 15th 2015 okay um but the actual origination of dabbing has nothing to do with sweat uh it has everything to do with the atlanta hip-hop scene okay so i just offended everyone in atlanta uh, no i don't think so it's possible. Sorry, I'm just ignorant. Yeah. See, but we're 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 fixing <laughs> okay. fixing the problem. Go for it. Um, uh, th- there's still not any agreement on where the name came from or uh, who like first dabbed, but it's it started gaming gaining popularity. Um, and that first first uh, really hit the main stage in 2015 but it had been a lot around since at least 2012 probably before then well okay so i should refine my statement then that cam newton popular popularized it to people outside of the atlanta hip-hop scene is, is that accurate i mean jason trullo taught james corden how to dab in november 4th 2015 okay i think <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, keep going. But yes, there is there is a culture of people who Cam Newton introduced it to. You are correct. Okay. Um, some other honorable mentions of dabbing. January 2016, Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton dabbed on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, dear. Uh, French presidential candidates Emmanuel Macron, Benoit Hamon, and Francois Fillon dabbed on TV March 2017. And in May 2017, uh, Prince Sver Magnus of Norway dabbed at the Royal Palace in Oslo. Okay, so we, we've established why Yoda is dabbing, because he's celebrating? Um, yeah, so it is, dabbing is like a end of a thought. Almost, not quite like a mic drop. Um, there's also the phrase <laughs> to dab mic on... Drop too? I don't think so. Okay, good. Like dabbing on the haters, which is kind of... 
in response to a negative comment, you would dab. And that's the same as saying, like, I don't give a hoot what you think, I believe. Um, okay. So it, it could also be interpreted that Yoda here is dabbing on his haters. On people who say that pee is not stored in the balls. Yeah. But it, it does seem much more celebratory. I just wrote my first executive order. Right. Pee is stored in the balls. Now I'm going to so dab. Yoda's president. Yes. These people are congratulating him on a declaration that he's made. Mm-hmm. Is there more to pee is stored in the balls than just the statement? The uh, there's a bit statement? of history. It doesn't add any to the comedy, but there's a wonderful bit of history. Uh, it started just as far as uh, knowyourmeme.com is aware. It started December 14th, 2013, when Twitter user J.M. Cook uh, tweeted the question, Is pee stored in the balls? The following day, the tweet was included in an article on the women's interest site Cosmopolitan. Who is this person who tweeted the thing? Does he interesting at all? J.M. Cook? I'm not sure. Does he have a Wikipedia page? If not, probably Uh, not. (laughs) It looks like there was a J.M. Cook. Okay, wait. Here we go. J.M. Cook. Let's check this dude out. He's got 2,000 followers. That's a few, but not like famous level. Mm -hmm. That's like popular high schooler level yeah okay so anyway that's that's the man who as far as we're aware originated the the concept that pee is stored in the balls okay um this went through some iterations there was uh if you recall the meme of taking trump signing his first executive order and holding it up and showing it to everyone and people would replace it with like a little kindergarten drawing of a house or what have you and there are times when that was replaced with the words P is stored in the balls. Okay. So I think this is a derivation of that. Uh, the implication being that Yoda has just written that as maybe his first order as president, uh-huh. given the amount of people around him, and is now dabbing on that to finalize it. <laughs> I think what this needs is a signature on the crude piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, like even just a Y okay, for Yoda to, to reinforce to, that it's a like a declaration and not just like a thing that was placed there. <laughs> I mean, he's got a pen in his hand too. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was was part of that guy's suit. No, that's a pen. So if you look at the original Yoda dabbing uh, image, okay. Yeah. No, that definitely does reinforce the thought that he is signing this Mm -hmm. that he's writing it okay i believe i understand this meme okay do you want to recap sure so this is a heavily photoshopped picture uh well done but heavily photoshopped of yoda dabbing which is a celebratory slash uh how would you say that dance move no it the the hater one oh okay yeah I think it's still celebratory because okay. it's saying this is this is a thing that I believe. I believe that pee is stored in the balls. It's an accomplishment that I have said that, okay. and I don't care what you say to me. So yeah, it's a celebratory action. Um, he is Yoda is sitting in the behind a desk that says president on it, or mm-hmm. part of the president has it has a part of the presidential seal on it. So you assume it's the president's desk. Mm-hmm. Um, he's surrounded by photoshopped people clapping for him. 
and on the desk is a piece of paper that we are assuming Yoda just wrote out as a declaration, an order of some sort, saying, P is stored in the balls, which is a reference to a tweet by some rando who got featured in Cosmopolitan. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. And the only reason it's Yoda is because it's funnier if it's Yoda and not just some random person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we have exhausted our (laughs) time, Zach. (laughs) You're going to have to wait for memes round two. Yeah. Coming soon to a so, podcast feed near you. If you like this, which I don't know why you would, but if you <laughs> like this, um, it is one of our ideas for another podcast, a uh, meme explaining-ish thing. We're not entirely sure on all the details, but it'll be something around this format. Uh, if you like that, write in, tell us about it, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Um, if I did really poorly at explaining Fat Tuesday... You can write in to me and re-explain how Fat Tuesday works, and I'll relay it on to Steven. So yeah, uh, sorry we couldn't get you your regularly scheduled book club and hidden treasures and stuff. Or we don't have a PSA or anything, but uh, we should be back next fortnight to say hello. I guess I don't. What do we even do, Zach? I'm not sure at this point. Maybe by the time that this is released, we'll know what we are. Maybe. That's plausible, I suppose. There, There is a reality where that could be the case. But until then, until we figure out what the heck we are... We're on Twitter. I'm at NotStevenBerry. I'm at the puns guy. Uh, we have a Patreon, so if you want to keep up with our uh, current status of being alive or not, <laughs> you can do that there. Uh, what else do we usually say? Uh... I don't know, the subscribe stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you want to subscribe, that'd be cool. Um, you can also rate us, comment. That's all awesome. Mm-hmm. But And yeah, uh, we probably should have put this at the beginning, but if this is your first episode of The Worrying Bugs, it's not usually like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea. Uh, so if you made it this far, I'm sorry. <laughs> Next week will be much better. <laughs> probably. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.